Hey everybody, welcome to Which Game First, where we explore the hilariously huge world of board games. Did we find any hidden treasures you've been missing out on? Let's find out. First up this week, we lace up our boots and take a stroll in the great outdoors in Trails. Next up, we evolve in the age of dinosaurs in Apex Theropod Deck Building Game. And lastly, we revisit the best of 1970s television in The SWAT Game. I'm your host, Celestia Angelis, here with my decades-long gaming buddies, Evan Bernstein. Hello, everyone. Ed Povolitis. Hi, guys. Click game. And Mike Grenier. It is I, brave, brave Sir Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Our first game up this week is Trails, designed by Henry Audubon. Published by Keymaster Games in 2021, number of players 2 to 4, ages 10 and up, playtime 20 to 40 minutes. Okay, Mikey, tell us what's in the box. The cover of the box features two giants towering over a sparse pine forest, traversing a winding trail leading to what looks to be an impassable cliffside. Inside the box, we discover 13 cardboard tiles, including canteens, trail markers, a bird trophy, and the sun. There are also 76 cards for badges and photos, 45 wood cubes for acorns, leaves, and rocks, as well as a bear meeple and a six-sided wildlife die. And that's what's in the box. Before we tell you if these are happy trails or a trail of tears, Evan, give us a quick overview of how it's played. In trails, players hike back and forth along the trail, collecting rocks, acorns, and leaves, taking pictures, and encountering wildlife to gain bonuses. At trailhead and trail end, you can turn in resources to earn badges, after which you start back in the other direction. As players visit the trail end, the sun sets over the trail. And as night falls, trail sites grant more powerful actions, but they won't last forever. Mm. When the sun leaves the trail, the last round of play takes place. And then the player with the most points from collecting badges, photos that they took, and bird sightings wins. Let's hit the trails. <laughs> the birds. We don't need no stinking badges. Apparently, oh, you need badges. You do. You do need them. Yes, you do. We yeah, always you need, need lots badges. of badges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must have those badges. I'm a, I've got three Boy Scouts, even though two of them are girls. I've got three Boy Scouts under me, and it's all about the badges. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so true. bummed I didn't get to play this game with you guys. You played it in person at Evan's house. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Mm -hmm. I bought it. It looks yeah, you played the similar version of this game with one of the other ones. So parks. 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 Correct. By the same creators. Parks. Yes. A lot of similarities fact, to Parks, I think. Yeah. When I was looking at the photos of this game uh, from you guys, I was like, didn't I play this game? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, very similar. Very similar. How is it different, guys? What's, what's different about it? It's, I would call it a more streamlined and lighter version of Parks, where mm -hmm. there's fewer components. Um, the, the rules are, I think, simpler. You move forward, collect resources. To get enough resources, turn them in, and get a badge. <laughs> 
cha-ching. I like yeah, I didn't that. Get to play the, uh, I didn't get to play the other one, so I don't know what the difference is. But I really <laughs> like the art on this one, and I hear it's like pretty much the same, right? It's like similar artists and stuff. It is beautiful. This is the inside of the bottom half of the box. It okay. has an image in the bottom yes, of the box. Yes, yeah, uh, What is That's it of, Evan? What's that an image of? It's a mountain scene. There be Here are some hikers tra- uh, <laughs> traveling along the trail with the lake and the mountains and the, obviously the sky. Just great. Every side of the box, both on the inside and the outside, both cover and bottom, have a little piece of artwork or all. I love when when <laughs> designers do that. Right. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And Ed, is this Henry Autobahn of the Autobahn family? I mean, I it, it's I wasn't able to confirm that. I imagine <laughs> yes, but it, I was not able to confirm that information like of the I famous mean, bird Audubon sanctuary Society. Autobahns and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, it's got to be right. The art in here supposedly come from the you know, three big trails that are out there: the Appalachian Trail, the Continental mm-hmm. Divide Trail, and right. the Pacific Crest Trail. Mm. I've hiked a good chunk of the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> I haven't been to Georgia or to Maine yet, but I did a lot of the stuff in between. Cool. Um, As a scout a or nostalgia. by yourself? No, in my school, actually, our gym class had like kind of a outdoors hiking kind of tilt to it. And mm. uh, we did a lot of, we did a, a 50 mile hike every year and we we do 50 miles of the Appalachian Trail, a different 50 miles every wow. year. Wow. That's pretty that's cool. cool. So, yeah, that, pretty that's cool. grueling. The Appalachian Trail is tight. In a lot Some of parts of it are really bad, yeah, because of the water situation, especially. I also Careful. hear the trail markings can be a challenge to keep up with. Mm. Hard to spot yeah, them they sometimes. They can be. They can be. Yeah, a lot of side trails and stuff. Yeah. in the mountains, and therefore mm-hmm. they're, they're tough hikes. <laughs> I saw guys... a real bear out there. Really? <laughs> it was pretty cool. He was splashing around in a pond at night. It was pretty cool. Hey, Mike, but anyway, a, I'm sorry, I'm getting a, us way I, off track here. I got a real bear here too. I'm oh, showing nice. people uh, the video. Actually, component. the meeples, the little hikers, and the, and the bear meeple as well. So the components of this game are really great, not just the mm-hmm. artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that the leaves and the acorns and stuff were actually in the shapes, but they're actually just cubes, yeah. which is fine. This is a game that is small, compact, and affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you, you they they made some you know certainly some nice features, but at the same time, you can understand they couldn't go full bore on it. Otherwise, it would blow the price out of the range where it's, uh, you know, 20 bucks. You, can, uh, yeah. you can pick this up new at the store. So and it's very the affordable. the size you can bring on the trail with you. Absolutely. <laughs> right. There you go. So and I'm sure somebody getting lost on the trail, Mike, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how is this game following the trail? Is it you're going linear from left to right when you move? Yeah, you're going left to right and then you're going back right to left after you get to the end. Um, and you so can, you're revealing portions of parks as you go and you move into that area. Is that how it is? Or each turn actually, reveals a set of cards. So actually the, the, what's out there on the trail itself is kind of preset. Like, you know, what space is next and basically you're just collecting resources along the way, but you can choose to skip a space if you want to get towards the end faster or because at the ends of the trails are where you buy those badges with the stuff you've picked up along the way. So if you, mm. you know, if you need rocks, you're going to have to stop on the spot that has rocks on it. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yep, Evan, Evan's, if you're not uh, able to see it on video, Evan's showing us a bunch of what the badges yeah. look like. A couple on of the badges look yep, like, so, yeah. Yeah, right in the middle like of the little card is the badge, cost. And it has little reco- mm-hmm. uh, resource icons and then the number of victory points you get. Yay! Mm-hmm. There you and go. And sometimes the a little birdie. 
Ooh, the little <laughs> birdie. Yes. Be the player who collects the most bird icons on your badges. Um, and also in the photographs that you take along the trail. And you get bonus points. Bonus you get, a, you get four, extra, four extra points more, uh, that are available to you if you get the most birds. So there's another mm-hmm. way. Um, How do I you found... use the canteen, Evan? Oh, yeah. For oh, using boy, the, can- the canteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can you, if you want to advance yourself, um, uh, you, you can choose either, what is it, one or two spaces that you normally move without having one to exhaust or your two. canteen? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But if you want to jump for some reason beyond two spaces or just jump right to the end of the trail for any reason, glug, 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 <laughs> drink your canteen water. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were and saying it, that too. Look, look, look. It was, yes. We were definitely doing that every time we drank our water for the, the trail. Mm-hmm. And get to that spot that you need or get to the end of the trail before the other players do. It's really, it, it's a good mechanism um, mm-hmm. to get you exactly what you need at, at a certain time. But then you have to wait uh, to get it refilled uh, as you go back the in the other direction. So you have mm-hmm. to use it. In, yeah. You can't use it all the time. You got like a once until you can get another chance to, to refill it. But it's very, very mm-hmm. handy. Yeah, I mean, if you're using, you probably don't want to use it early in the game because you haven't picked up any resources yet. So if you just drink the canteen, go to the end of the thing, you'll have nothing to buy and you'll be going back empty handed. Mm-hmm. See, but if I'm on the trail behind, say, uh, Ed and, and Mike. You want to beat um, them to the store. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. I want, I want, I want to get there. there. Yeah, if there's a badge there that I know they're going after because we're allowed to see everybody's what everybody else is collecting and kind mm-hmm. of what they're going mm-hmm. for. And I need it before Ed gets there. Mm, I think I'll drink my canteen, jump there and grab that badge. Thanks very much. Sorry, mm-hmm. Ed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the other good reason to drink your canteen is to go a few spaces ahead to hit the bear. Because when you land on the, ah, bear, the bear space, you get to yeah. make a roll to get whatever resources that roll comes up with. Mm-hmm. So yep, you can, there's a die you roll. Know, mm-hmm. Extra exactly. resources, but it's random. But it's extra mm-hmm. resources. So extra resources are kind of yeah. good. I mean, yeah. look yeah. an extra acorn. And, I you would know, take that chance. It's it, kind of a push your luck situation. It, a little. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, yeah. And Ed, Ed loved doing getting just ahead of me to get the bear. And then when you re-roll whatever the bear gives you, it moves to that spot. So I would be, you know, just about to go to the bear, but he'd roll something that would be behind me already. So I'd pass by and not get the bear bonus. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's how Ed rolls. He likes to... Because, you, because Mike, you stupidly sit to the left of Ed all that's the time. That's our assigned seating. We do we do have these, quote, unsigned seatings. But not really, but it's just the way Not it really. We out. just fell into it. And boy, man, I, I chose poorly at the beginning. You do pay Ed. for it. Yeah, you really do. You really do. I it's do. St- listen, it stinks for me going after you too, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel better. If it's any consolation. And I don't care where I'm sitting as long as it's next to, to Celeste, so that's, that, yeah, that's right. my general rule. <laughs> Left or right. Just make sure your my my gesticulation need, span, your your cups of soda exactly. are not within I need, I need to not only be it. entertained by the game we're playing, but by Celeste's proximity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I do. I try. I aims to please. You so, Evan, you said that you like the art, but what mm-hmm. about the photos? What are what are these photos? So here, so the photos again. There are spots along the trail, um, in which you are uh, can take a photograph if I can find the one panel that allows you has an icon on it here uh, I'm holding it up for people who are listening that is the photograph icon you stop you take a photo click and you get to choose randomly from the deck of photo cards mm-hmm. and you know a lot of these cards are worth well zero 
<laughs> some are worth one, some are worth one point. A lot of them are worth mm-hmm. one point. A few are worth two points, and somewhere in this stack of photo cards is a three point card. Ed got one. one. Just one? <laughs> one. One. There's I I checked the whole deck. One There's three one points. three point card. Those yep. are you know those are victory points. So the thing you have to you you sacrifice movement for stopping on the trail to to take that photograph on that particular mm-hmm. panel. The return on the investment, though, may not necessarily be worth it because you're constantly pulling zeros and ones for mm. the most part mm-hmm. for those photographs, which I you know, really didn't know ahead of time because I went and collected photographs. However, sort of as a constellation, or so, if, you're go- if you're going for the bird, which is the extra four points that you can earn by getting the most bird icons among all your things that you collect by the end of the game, some of those photos do have the bird icon. Mm-hmm. On them, two. so those okay. count as bird points towards getting those right. four bonus points at the end of the game. But mm-hmm. it's, it's does it not yeah. pay to go for the photos? Then I don't know. At least when I, that was part of my strategy, and it wound up not helping me in particular. And now that I realize there's only one three point card in there, and like mm-hmm. two two point cards, mm. maybe not. It may not be the best way to yeah. go. I mean, it's kind of a free spot, though. It's not really hard to get a picture when you go in that spot. Like, I think it costs nothing, right? You just take a No, photo. the first time, see, each of those tiles mm. have two sides. There's, like, right, the yeah. daylight side, and then there's right? the night side. Ah. And on the night side, it is free. See, but the on night the side? daylight yeah, no side, cost. you have to spend a resource. So yeah, um, it's, it's cheap, interesting to see the, the tile changing as you go. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, them... They get better when they switch over to the night side. It's like, do I want to get the chance for a free victory point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the I yield, theme, yeah. Thematically, yeah. thematically, why do things get better at night on the trail? Uh, thematically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a fair know. question. That's a fair question. You would think yeah. that it would be easier in the daytime. Yeah, right. it's, it's more just a game mechanism in order to get people to... Um, it represents the clock for the game, obviously, as these mm-hmm. panels turn over from day to night, so you're keeping track of where the game, where, how close you are to the end of the game. Um, and you start it at night and then go to day instead. And it just keep right. It just doubles your resources. If you land on the acorn space mm-hmm. in the day, you get one. If you land on that same space at night, you get two acorns mm-hmm. instead of one. So yeah, you're right, Celeste. I think it is mm-hmm. just more of the game mechanism more than something having to do thematically right. with actually walking trails. Well, no, I see it now. If you get more stuff at night, it's because you're camping there. You're staying, so you're foraging more in the same going space. slower. Okay. And sure. in the morning, you're on the trail. You're walking. You're walking. You're moving. You don't have any time to pick I up think stuff. So you're not gathering yeah, as sure. much resource. I'll yeah. buy that. <laughs> no argument from Henry Audubon, I'm sure. <laughs> and also, appreciate. I, it, I feel like you don't want to exactly think of this game as a race either because, you know, it's only a race nope. if somebody lug, lug, makes lug. it a race. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right, you well, know? Like if, if, if somebody's going lead, fast. Look- yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If you're if you're in the lead, you want to go fast. If you're behind, you want to slow things down. So that's right. It's kind of an interesting thing where you can end the game where you want to end. Push it. pull. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. OK, explorers, it's time to dig up or bury trails. Ed? This game has lovely art, it plays quickly, and it's easy to learn. And it fits in a small package that may not offer all the deep thoughts that I kind of look for in a game, but I'll dig this up for a light intro game that traveled well. Evan? Uh, Trails was a nice, easygoing, move-and-collect game. It doesn't go too long, and it's not too short either. It's a Goldilocks game. It's just right. (laughs) Dig it up. <laughs> Mike? 
Although luck of the draw played a hand in this, uh, kind of a strong hand at some times, I still found the choices to be significant and fun. Uh, the art was peaceful and cute, so I'll say dig it up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you hiked any of the famous trails like the Pacific Crest Trail, the Continental Divide Trail, or the Appalachian Trail? Let us know. We are at which game first. Hey, everybody, what's going on with which game first? Evan? On Thursday nights, Witch Game First plays live, streaming live just for you. We delve into a game in the online arenas, the various ones that are out there. 7 o'clock Eastern Time, every Thursday night, the Witch Game First team gets together and we invite you to watch us and give us tips about what we're doing correct, what we're doing wrong and as we fumble our way through these yeah. games and also there's trivia so it's interactive as well we play yeah just come laugh you. at us Absolutely. as we stumble through these games laugh Absolutely. with us laugh with us yeah, <laughs> yeah. or at us i'll take you yeah you're perfectly welcome to laugh at me it's hey, i don't want to limit i don't want to limit your fun as long mm. as you're tuning into which game first we don't care if you're laughing at us or with us or at something else but as long as you're there with us that's the important part thursday night seven o'clock eastern uh, Mikey, got anything uh, going on? Sure. I've been tickety-talking a little bit, and uh, I found uh, some really cool uh, representatives of the gaming world on there, and uh, I found one of them that wants to be on our show very soon. Ooh. So in a couple of weeks, Ooh. you will meet her. You've probably guess. seen her around if you're into the gaming stuff on TikTok, but I'm going to leave it as a surprise until it happens. Ooh. Yes, I like that. Even to us, Mike, we don't get Even to, to know. you guys, I'm not telling. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to our patrons. Thank you so much. We appreciate mm. every single new patron as they come on. We are excited to share our patron only podcast that we do just for you guys twice a month called Bonus Points. Bonus points. <laughs> Pointing right at you. Uh, and we also offer that live now, guys. So mm -hmm. if you are a patron, not only can you listen to the normal podcast recording, you can come join us in Discord and listen along live and participate a little bit, right? You guys mm -hmm. answer questions we from them that. and everything mm -hmm. while Absolutely. it's happening. Yep. So come and join us as a patron. If you like our show and you want more content, there's even a few secret full episodes of which game first you can get. It's just $3 a month, gives you access to our Patreon podcast, our exclusive Discord channel for patrons, and those secret podcasts and little tidbits here and there. You never know what else you're going to get as a patron. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Our next game up this week is Apex Theropod deck building game wait for it colon collected edition <laughs> yeah make Des yes <laughs> you get it all right longest <laughs> <you>. title ever <laughs> designed by herschel hoffmeyer mm -hmm. published by outland entertainment in 2020 number players one to six ages 14 and up playtime 62 <sighs> A hundred and sixty minutes. Every Plus. minute of it, Plus. Celeste. And Plus. then some, and then more. <laughs> oh. mm -hmm. Mikey, tell us what's in the box. Oh. 
Uh, sit back, folks. This will be a long one. <laughs> I, I tightened it up as much as I can, okay. guys. Here we go. <laughs> the cover of the box features the king of all dinosaurs, the terrible T-Rex, standing atop a bleak, blackened mountain, cracking and blistering with molten hot magma. Inside, you'll find 525 base cards and 20 card dividers, a hunting grounds game board, six 16 by 9 nesting grounds mats, seven playable Apex decks, including such horrors as the Spinosaurus, Velociraptor, and the aforementioned T-Rex, plus a bunch of 70 card expansion decks. We played the Kickstarter version. I think we had some of the Kickstarter cards in there with the Elite yeah. Hunter Tier 4 exclusive cards. <laughs> Tier 4. Uh, and one of the examples being the Rexinator boss. Um, I can't mention everything that's in the thing here, but the massive 1,040 cards includes diverse oh. animals to hunt, wow. dangerous carnivores, opposing boss cards with minions, environmental effects... Genetic evolution types and grievous wounds. And that is what is in the box. General grievous wounds. General grievous wounds. <laughs> well, before we roar and stomp our way through this review, Evan, howl out some rules. All right. Well, Apex is a deck building game where you play as prehistoric predators competing for territory and resources against other predators, at least the version we played. There's mm-hmm. a solo version but we played the competitive version. Each playable species has a unique deck to master. Each deck has different strengths, weaknesses, and strategies, and it creates a varied and constant, constantly evolving experience. Your species must overcome a real brutal environment, including harsh climate changes, diseases, attacks from predators, those grievous wounds we talked about, infections, and deadly prey. Other than that, it's a paradise. The game, incorpor- <laughs> the game incorporates many dinosaurs that behave in their own distinct way. The goal of the game is to endure the environment, build up the population, and and evolve your species to become the apex predator. Now, those are the very, very, very broad strokes. The rules are much more refined, like (laughs) most deck-building games are, and I'm sure we're going to touch on many of those as I throw it back to Celeste so we can sink our teeth into this review. (laughs) Roar! Roar! All right. Well, you guys play this obviously in person. You hefted all those cards onto the board. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ed, well, how much does this? There are too many how, cards. No. But how much does so this game many. weigh, Ed? Be honest. Uh, a lot. <laughs> it's a good I mean, ten pounder. Right? A thousand cards. It's, it's not a light box. Oof. Wow, yeah, a thousand cards plus inserts and like a nice place to put the cards. It's like mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a nicely formed interior. So yeah. And okay. Board. Let's start. Let's start yeah. at the top. Artwork. Because there's because there's a lot of it, a lot of oh, cards. Oh my gosh! I mean, can I start with that? Yeah, yeah, go right, for it. I, this is the best artwork I've seen in a game that we've played this year, hands wow. down. Wow. Gorgeous! Absolutely, mm-hmm. I could not stop looking at the details of these cards, <laughs> of these monsters. They were so beautiful and terrifying at the same time. The <laughs> backgrounds, the shading, you know, the distance between the close-ups, and it, it was whoever did this <laughs> deserves every award possible for art, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, we That's probably should have put some art credits in here. But and it says a, like game designer line. and hold up. It says game designer and artist Herschel Hoffmeyer. I mean, yeah. then are you yeah. serious? Could, well yeah, done. Man. Yeah. Well done. Herschel sir. put some time into this Ooh, game. Man. He, oh he, my he God. Marshall a visual effects uh, um, pro because I, I would not be surprised to see this level of 
photorealism yeah. in like mm-hmm. a triple A movie. I mean, it's, it's, wow. it's almost that good. Look at the texture on the skin of even just the the the, the Tyrannosaur on the cover, it, mm-hmm. it, with the muscles and the fine lines and the and the and the imperfection. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it is absolutely gorgeous. You could get lost just looking uh, in it for an entire day, just looking at all one thousand forty of those cards. Yeah, wow. I think it's. I mean, to me, it looks like a just a really high end digital art. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. somebody who's. It like, does. It master. does. It looks yeah, like it's high great. End, really. Mm-hmm. Really nice lighting effects and luminescence mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that, which yeah. can go horribly wrong if you're oh, not yeah. good at graphics. Oh, yeah. Hand-touched so, imperfections and stuff like that, too. It's just really nice. Yeah. All right. So we know we can look at the game for 160 <laughs> minutes, but can we play the game for 160 minutes? Does it hold <laughs> one's interest for all that time? Let's start at the top. Deck building. Mm-hmm. How, did, how was it as a deck builder? Did you shop in this game? Oh yeah, you oh, definitely yeah. shopped in yeah. this game. Yeah. What I here's what I like: the starting deck. We were allowed to customize to a certain degree our starting deck, mm-hmm. and and I like that. Um, and, and the fact that each of us plays a different you know set of dinosaurs, each with mm-hmm. little different traits. So not everything is exactly the same. Not everybody starts with the exact same starter deck. That's a very mm-hmm. nice, very nice yeah, feature. Depending on the dino you choose, there's kind of a built-in starting strategy for them. Because some of them want more little guys. Some of them tend to try to have a couple of big dinos. You know, like there's just some general strategic stuff that you get right off the bat by, you know, the deck that you choose. And there are two different places that you're building your deck. One, your playable, you know, species that you're playing is is a deck. And as Evan said, you can build from that. But. As you evolve your creature, you're adding new cards from that custom deck. Not just any old mm-hmm. card, but deck uh, special cards oh, that's that are upgraded nice. versions mm-hmm. of your yeah. deck cards. Ooh, upgrades. Plus, yeah. upgrades all there's over a the shopping place. district in the middle that had generally good like evolved cards that have cool effects mm-hmm. that anybody can get that's good for everybody. Oh, mm-hmm. And of cool. course, the best way to evolve is to hunt prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that too. It's kind of a two-tiered like um, uh, resource pool that you get, where you're you're spending one round taking down prey, and those prey go into a kind of a pool that is like your gene pool that lets you buy the evolutionary cards that upgrade your dinosaurs or buy you stuff that your dinosaurs didn't have available to them before. So it's kind of like you're absorbing those genes and like mutating from that. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, clever. Yeah. That that is cool. That sounds like you have a lot of options, and also that you don't feel like you're stuck when oh, you know maybe somebody else takes a card that you want. So, did you feel like you were alone, sort of playing by yourself, or did it feel interactive with everybody else? Um, just by the fact that all the dinosaurs can attack other dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's interactive because I like, okay, yeah, I and I just eat on my prey, but I'm like mm-hmm. watching, you know, Evan T-Rex <laughs> over there going, hey, keep your eye off my prey. That's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unless he because you can, in the case I'm going to run away, but you know. Mm-hmm. You can take part of your action on your turn to take some of your currency of your attack currency and stash it into a, like kind of an ambush pool. 
Right. So that if somebody gets a prey that you wanted or whatever, you can kind of like ambush over and steal it from them. <laughs> so there was plenty of opportunity for um, interaction. I personally, you know, when I play a game like this, I try to avoid a little bit of attacking other players if it's possible. Yeah. But there was definitely the opportunity there for anybody who wants to try that strategy. As nice as the ambush feature is in this game, what it does is it triggers the alerts, though. Unless, you, <laughs> unless you, your deck or the or the dinosaurs that you have some have some kind of either resistance or ignore the alert, and the alert can set off all kinds of crazy stuff going on, yeah. and you may not get all the advantages of that ambush that you think you have going well, into it's, it. It's an alert among the animals. Is that what you yeah. among yeah. the yeah. Oh. The Even prey, the prey, like, like if yeah. like, ah! the prey kind of tamper off <laughs> yes. like, right here, like yeah. right, <laughs> yeah, the prey will have different like things on them. Like if this condition is happening, the prey is has this extra power or does more damage to your attackers or whatever. Um, so if you if the alert level is high because of you, you know, setting up an ambush, some of the prey will do more damage to you or do different things and mess you up. Mm-hmm. So they get you a little be careful defensive. about the ambushes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's very cool. That's highly thematic. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I played a lot of a game called Ark. Uh, Ed played a lot of that with me too, but it's a a dinosaur game where you build dinosaurs. So I had some kind of pre-understanding of what certain dinosaur decks might be good at just from Mm -hmm. watching them play on that that? other video game. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I chose the Therizinosaur and uh, he (laughs) turned out to be a big beast. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned the name of that, uh, Mike, the Therizinosaur uh-huh. or whatever, because uh-huh. they do say that um, this is this game is not meant to be necessarily scientifically accurate, mm-hmm. right? So you can't mistake this for like uh, you know the evolution game, you know that we that we mm-hmm. played and yeah. uh, other things that are are kind of really have a science theme to it. They're, they're telling you be be you know don't mistake this as a a, a science game, right? It because it, it, some things are are made up. You know, yeah, in, this um, is entirely. more of a Saturday morning movie game. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. I love the names of all the dinosaurs. It says 14 mm. playable species. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of them are totally unpronounceable, like the right. one Mikey said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like some of these names. Suchomimus. You can play <laughs> the Suchomimus. Yeah. You can play the Utahraptor. The Utahraptor. Utahraptor. Do you think the H is silent in the Raptor? The Utahraptor. Mm. It discovered first in Germany. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> sure. I have to ask Herschel. The no, that would be the Uber Raptor. Yeah, Uber Raptor. Uber Raptor. Uber sore. Yeah, I don't know so, how to pronounce all of them, but all of them seemed like actual names of real dinosaurs. I don't know if they behaved like them or even existed at the same time period, but right. I think they drew all the names from real dinosaurs. Yeah, I believe that. Well, Ed, mm-hmm. you said the rules were a little bumpy. Well, there's a couple of cases where, like, at the end, the the boss fight was kind of complex mm. because oh, the game has a yeah. solo mode, and the solo mode is actually more involved because the the boss fight is a multi-step process where mm-hmm. oh, I gotta you no know, hit you no know, fight the boss, and you know you, you get some hit points off, and then another boss card comes out. So it's, it's more of an involved thing, which makes sense mm-hmm. for a solo game, but. Because that would take too long in a multiplayer game to have everybody doing a multi-tiered boss fight, they simplified mm-hmm. it. But it's not exactly clear in the rules. It's just, okay, oh, they're talking about this stuff, but, oh, I ignore this stuff? 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had to three times. Yeah, it was hard to tell. On the card, but mm-hmm. clearly there, but really for the solo mode. Uh, yeah. 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 I kind of want to play it solo now. That I know that boss fights are some big things. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be actually really fun to play this game solo. They put a lot of work into the solo mode. It seems. Yeah. But it did they, make they, the multiplayer like, game they weird. They first did the solo mode, and then the multiplayer they added on to it. Now. Yeah, that's right. Herschel was drawing, designing, and playing all by himself for a oh, long time. That is what I suspect <laughs> is going I mean, on before playtesting. A thousand and forty cards this guy was designing. I mean, Great. come I mean, on, man. And they, yeah, those are the ones that made it into the box. Think of the thousands of others that, that didn't make it into the game. That he had to make. I, I guarantee so. you, yep. Oh, yep. my gosh. Okay, explorers, it's time to dig up or bury. Hold it. Wait for it. Apex Theropod Deck Building Game Colon Collected <laughs> Edition. Evan? Apex, it's the, like I said at the top, it's the best looking game I think we've played this year. These artwork deserves awards. Now, the game is for moderate to advanced players, I would say. Don't expect Grandma on Friday night to sit down mm. and get have anything <laughs> to do with this game. No. But for, uh, for the more expert players, this one's a winner. Dig it up. Ed? This is a nice-looking card game. I had a couple of quibbles with the graphic design, like the, you know, the the victory points were a little small, the notice, or the rules were being a little bit confused in a couple places. But I enjoyed the deck-building action, and the theme is so rich. So I'm going to dig this up to hunt more prey. <sighs> yeah. Mike? Let's face it, dinosaurs are pretty cool. <laughs> I enjoyed. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, I enjoyed are. the twist on resource gathering and expenditure in this game, and I'm a little biased because you know how much I love deck building games. So, mm-hmm. with all that said, I have to dig this game up. Well, which dino would you play? And there are a lot of unpronounceable ones to choose from. <laughs> Let mm. us know. We are at which game first. Our last game up this week is. The SWAT game. SWAT. Cue the uh, cue the waka waka guitar and the chicka 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 chicka. And the groovy drum track for this game, which is of course uncredited from 1976 <laughs> yeah. by Milton yep. Bradley. There she blows. Number of players two to four, ages eight to fourteen. Yes, 15-year-olds are not allowed to play mm, this game. It's a very game. thin what range. Allowed. What Weird were you guys range. doing playing this game? Well, we, Breaking we, the rules. Yeah. We turned the yeah. lights off so no one would watch. And therefore, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mikey, when you opened the box, did it fall apart? Um, Kind of. To yeah. tell us what's inside? <laughs> Go <Yeah>. for it. <laughs> Try and keep that lid together. <laughs> On the cover of the box, we come upon a scene of several apparent SWAT team members casually awaiting the signal to breach the partially open door at a warehouse. Inside the box, we see a board, four foldable SWAT vans, eight SWAT team standees, two custom six-sided dice, and a spinner. And that's what's in the box. Yeah, I mean, before we tell you, though... Uh, if you should SWAT your friends with this game, Evan. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, just give us the rules, man. <laughs> All right. SWAT, the special weapons and tactics team. 
featured on that good old fashioned 1970s television show is now a board game, as you can see. Or rather, it was a board game, but you get the idea. And these mm. players compete to move their SWAT teams into position on the game board to capture the fleeing culprit who's constantly jumping around to various hideouts on the board. Players will roll a pair of D3 dice mm. to move their SWAT D3? trucks. We'll get to oh. that, Mike. Hold oh, on. boy. So, mm. Players roll a pair of D3 dice to move the SWAT truck around the board. Move the truck to various entrance spots on the board to allow the SWAT team to disembark. Go, go, get them, get them. Roll the <laughs> dice again to move each of the two members of your SWAT team, and you assign one go, go. die to each of the two, and you move them respectively. All players have a chance to go, and then the culprit moves. Spin the spinner to see the results on where the culprit moves. D3, hold up, D3 and a spinner? And a spinner, oh yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Get ready. There's your spinner. Oh, here are your D3s. We will talk about that spinner. D3s. <laughs> so spin the spinner and see what the result comes up with. Are they going to move to a new hideout or is that culprit going to stay put where they are? Mm. Now to win, you have to move both your SWAT team members onto two red spots that surround the culprit's hideout. You become the winner. Let's get swatting. <laughs> Swat it up. All right. Oh boy. Wow, there's right. a lot, Play lot it to in talk person. about here. I just have to say, the cardboard trucks. Mm. The cardboard Honestly, trucks. they're kind of cool. Like, they almost look like <laughs> yeah. origami in their assembly. Yeah. I mean, they the concept is cool. kind of cool. Too bad they don't actually hold the standees very well. Yeah. They kind of fall off the back too easily. Yeah. I love Push that the, the SWAT <laughs> team is on a flat cardboard that you slide uh, into the slot of the truck. Yeah. To, so that they go on a ride with you. Oh my God! That nice is co- by far the coolest thing about this game. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice concept. Right. Bad design. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah. That could go oh, for any God. part of this game. That so, statement. guys, not quite the same quality as Apex, or for mm, the art. And the props? art was better because it was photorealistic. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say a bad photo? Or it was yeah, blurry, a even. single licensed photo from the television show. <laughs> and it's blurry. It doesn't even look like an action shot. Like the door's already open. And then you got these guys kind of leaning up against the wall. You know, one of them's kind of standing there just like peeking in. Like it's supposed to be a SWAT raid on a warehouse, but they're chilling. Mike, yeah, you never yeah. watched the 70s show, man. Come I on. didn't. I didn't watch the I 70s. actually watched the opening sequence, which I encourage our fans to do <laughs> when we're done here. Just go to YouTube and check out the SWAT opening titles. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is both impressive in sound and action. Huh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll there's take action. For it. Check it out. There's, there's yeah. sound. 70s sounds. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So the board looks mundane. There mm. are blank, lots of blank squares, a yeah. couple of cartoon drawings, 70 style cartoon mm. drawings of like the bus. Mm-hmm. Oh no, a oh, diner boy. and a cave yeah. and mm. a shack. Yep. And he just arbitrarily decides where he'll be at any given time by spinning of the wheel. Uh, maybe I'm going to go to the diner and hide out. Nah, you know what? I'm going to go back to this warehouse and hide out. You know, I'm going back to the diner again. That's I don't know. <laughs> well, what about the D3s, Mike? Don't they help? <sighs> I hate. <laughs> I mean, 
2d6 with only one, two, and three on it. Are there blanks too? I can't remember if they're blanks. No, blank. no Mike. Uh, no, that would have sent no. you over the edge. That would have. I would have remembered that. I think on my the, ears would have blown out. But yeah, they are cubes. Okay, but you're right, mm-hmm. Mike. Uh, two sides are one. Two sides are marked two, and two sides are marked three. So these I are mean, D three. And half of them are green, and half of them are red for no apparent reason. Yeah. Nope, there's no other game mode that we know of. Uh, you know, they just... Yeah, it's weird. I, I think weird. they took the dice from another game where the red and the green athlete was Mattered. significant. Yeah, sure, yep. why Milton not? Bradley had these dice for something else hey, probably. Man. You're right. Give, Mil- give MB some credit for reuse and recycle. Yeah, there right? you go, MB. But nice Evan, job. it mustn't have been that bad because I see on your notes here you have a strategy tip. <laughs> yeah, strategy tips. So on the center of the board, which I'll display for the people watching, but I'll also talk about, there's a there. So the, it's a block, basically a very large city block, sort of. But there's a street that goes down the middle of the board and, and cuts it in half. And being that the culprit is going to be either down in this area of the board in the lower half or the upper half of the board, if you position your truck and kind of hang your truck out somewhere close to the middle of the board, you're probably in a pretty good spot to disembark your team when it comes time to take down the culprit at their hideout. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a complicated strategy. It must have taken a lot of plays to come up with that one. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, if only... Yeah, go ahead. If you if your truck is in the middle of that road, you yeah. block the other player because oh, man. there's only enough mm-hmm. room for two trucks. A third yeah, truck can't pass you. Right. So that, so that begs the question. The yeah, it begs the question, how many times did they play test this? Zero, maybe? <laughs> play maybe play zero? what now? What's a uh, test? Play, yeah, test? test who? No, it test. will work. <laughs> yeah, the playtest is the photo on the cover. It yeah. will sell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. It's just another rushed copyrighted material game, you know, that yeah. Milton Bradley said, oh, we can get the copyrights for this. Let's I mean, I looked for the Love Boat popular. game, but I couldn't find it, so I picked I'm up sure Slot. You know? Oh, you will find the Love Boat <laughs> you would game. Find oh, the Love game. Boat game. Oh, okay, we should sure. look for the Love Boat game. Yeah, that will save that, save it, save it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this is the kind of game that can go on for eternity, though, right? Because, that's right. Because, like... You, you spin a spinner, and it determines whether the bad guy is even in the spot you're going for, right? And yeah. ha- like a th- I'd say a th- two-thirds of the spinner is stay, but mm-hmm. the other third of the spinner is one, two, three, or four, the location. And he doesn't walk over to the location and you chase him. Nope, he just appears, you know, in a different corner of the board. Yeah, well, there was a commercial there. break. That's when he moved. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, or to be continued, oh, and then, uh, you yes, know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, so bad. And and you need exact roles to get onto those spaces too, so and oh, if painful. you if he's not oh painful oh yeah oh, oh and God, if you get shades off... of Halloween Charlie Brown <laughs> yes that's right yeah, the great pumpkin right. Charlie Brown if you um so the other part that stinks right is if you're chasing him in location one and then he rolls to location three or whatever you can't just walk across the board to location three you have to load your guys into the SWAT van. Then roll to drive the SWAT van over to near where they are, and then get off at that spot. That's and right. Chase them over there. See, here's a spot right where you can disembark, and here's another spot where yeah. you can disembark. Guess what? You can't walk across that street. Load yourself in the van, yep. drive two spaces drive. in that direction, yeah. and re-exit your van <laughs> in order yep. to get to the spot. Each one of those the separate yeah. turn. Yes. Yep. Separate turn. You can't uh, do the both only the same turn. Great with the exact count is that you have two dice, so you only need to roll. One through three with one mm-hmm. of those two dice? 
Right. If All right. This game is begging for house rules. Begging. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can move on the spaces on the board, but that's twice the rope moves at twice the speed or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so bad. Like, a D6 would solve the problem. I said that too. But, <laughs> but their argument was, but wait, then you can't split up your two SWAT team members. Uh, I, I was like, oh boy, that's <laughs> All right. good. Great. So two yeah, well, as, as we'll just game. have to find out how it goes after our tenth or eleventh playthrough of this. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. SWAT okay, series. explorers, it's time. It is time to dig up or bury mm. the SWAT game. <laughs> Mikey. The little SWAT bands were kind of a cool idea, but with a very poor execution. And that's where the coolness kind of stops. <laughs> Roll and pray, hurry up and wait, and a boring game that could go on forever are not my ideas of a, su- a smashing success story. So I have to bury it. <laughs> Aww. Evan? Okay, SWAT. I mean, I've played worse 70s <laughs> wow. TV games. The $6 million man comes How to mind. How is that a recommendation? King Kong, yeah. I mean. <laughs> King Kong was 60s, so I kind of left that one out. <laughs> I mean, but okay, I'm trying to find the silver lines. The game at least works. It's apparently not broken. <laughs> it just put works in air quotes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did. For those of you listening, it works was in air quotes. But because it's not broken, but I mean, okay, unless you loved this TV show in the 70s and nobody did did there's nothing to see here move <laughs> along people bury it why do you start to head robert urich in it wow all right all right ed trying to roll in move by exact count on a random teleporting guy <laughs> yeah somehow it's worse than that sound bury it <laughs> Ed's with me on this one. I love it. Have you played a board game based on a TV show? We want to know. Hit us yes. up at Discord or any social media. We are at Which Game First. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of our show. We look forward so much to hearing from our fellow game explorers. We love you guys. Definitely hit us up. We love talking to you. If you want more perks from us, just (laughs) go to the website to become a patron today. It's only $3 a month, and you will get, we will give you personally our patron-only podcast called... Bonus Bonus points. Please leave us a like, a rating, or review anywhere. It hugely helps us. We deeply appreciate it. We do see them. We do. (laughs) Happy gaming explorers. Happy trails to you. I don't have to outrun that T-Rex. I just have to outrun you. (laughs) Ah! Put him over, boy. You're under arrest. (laughs) 